June 15th. This is 10 Minutes in Tech. Let's dive into 10 Minutes of Tech News, Chapin. Yeah. E3 is the big story of the week. The Electronics yeah, Entertainment of, uh, Expo. This is the one of the biggest uh, video game shows of the year. It's kind of the format's kind of changed over the years. It used to be a consumer show. Um, it used to be for open to the public. Now it's more of more of a I don't know, just for the the game companies to show off their the newest the newest stuff. They're just. Yeah, it's more. It's it's almost more like a developer conference. Yeah. Than because uh, the public doesn't go to it now, but some exciting stuff. And the yeah. format's kind of changed over the years, but um, basically, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo have big press conferences where they introduce the newest gaming stuff for the year. Okay, so let's kick off a few stories. Start that buzzer. Okay, timer is going on. Um, let's dive into it. Okay, Nick, Nintendo 3DS is going to be our first story. Okay. Clock, clocks. And you take the lead on this because I don't know anything. Okay, the press conference is actually going on right now. And so there's a new Nintendo DS. Normally I don't get excited for new Nintendo handheld products. Yeah, we've heard your uh, standpoint for your view on uh, Yeah, but I will say, just watching the press conference, this uh, this looks like they put more effort into this than some of the past ones. So what does it have on it? It's uh, um, the still... 3D. The 3D capability. You can turn it on and off. First of all, you so don't need glasses. You don't need glasses. How does that work? They have some new technology, and essentially, it's very similar. And I would imagine backwards compatible with the previous Nintendo DS. So, um, to me, it looks cool because they're not. You know, this isn't a huge investment. It's going to be you know as cheap as a handheld. Um, and you're not reliant on expensive glasses, so the 3D is like a bonus, almost. Um, and then they have some, and better graphics. Yeah. Uh, and then you and can other take pictures and video and stuff, too, yeah. right? Yeah, they, have a, they actually have a 3D camera on it. They have two cameras, so you can take 3D pictures. So, even if it is gimmicky, they're not, you know, this isn't like a virtual boy where you have to do everything in 3D. Yeah, you can turn um, it off. So I actually think that's going to be cool. able to compete though with like I mean why would you just get the iPad? There's still the gaming problem with it, isn't there? The games aren't going to be awesome, and well, we're, we're I saw they're bringing back Kid Icarus. It seems like Nintendo just recycles games. They they are, but uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they. What I really want for for them to sell me on this is uh, I need to be able to download these games. I'm not buying cartridges. In, in 2010, I am not buying cartridges. What's it say? Wait, would the address I, say I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about it more. Okay. But let's get into... This is this is a 10 minutes of tech. That's true. Next story. Uh, okay, the other story out of E3 was uh, Microsoft announced yesterday their new Xbox. Whoa. Whoa. And they they announced their motion... Their answer to the, the Wii, which is their motion, motion sensor technology, which they call... Connect, uh, which there's been a lot of hype on this because this is really cool. This Kinect was technology. Project Natal, now it's yeah. Project basically, Kinect. it allows you to uh, operate video games without even a controller. So there's a little camera, and it picks up on your motion. It even recognizes your face, and basically, you can do things. You can do gaming elements without a controller. So period. similar to Nintendo Wii in that it's like interactive, but you don't actually have the remote control. Yeah. And it's a lot more capable of picking yeah. up your every motion. Yeah, and the the games they showed off, they demoed this. 
the games they showed off are, you know, they're kind of like Wii-like. They're like basically Wii rip-offs. So the skeptics will say this is still gimmicky, but anyone who's tried this has said that it is, the technology is amazing. Yeah. So I'm sure the maybe, technology is amazing. I saw somebody use it yesterday. It looks very silly, but people are conditioned now because of Wii to yeah. be moving. They're ready for this. I think this is going to be cool when you come up with like Grand Theft Auto games on this and yeah. punching and kicking, and although that will lead to a whole new set of problems for parents. Yeah, no, it's supposed to be very active. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what this is going to end up, if this is going to end up being the way everyone wants to play video games, but the technology is going to end up somewhere. And I think that's kind of what I get out of these uh, these video game companies. They're at least pushing the envelope a little. Nintendo with their glasses, you know, their lack of glasses 3D, and Microsoft with this motion technology, I think that, at the very least, is excited, even if it doesn't necessarily translate into good video games. Fair enough. On to the next story, Nick. Still a little bit of Xbox-related news. Yeah, one of the biggest things out of E3 that I found exciting was had nothing to do with video games, but the fact that ESPN is coming to Xbox. Now, we kind of poo-pooed on Hulu coming to Xbox, because like, like ESPN 3, I can watch this stuff online. Yeah. So why do I need it on the Xbox? Because they're... For at least on ESPN, they're giving a tons tons of exclusive content uh, to Xbox users who have a gold membership. Um, and there was an excellent article in TechCrunch um, where basically the author said uh, he's canceling his cable now. As soon as this comes out, cable's done because he can watch all the sporting events he needs on his Xbox. Yeah, and I've said that before. That's the only reason why. Well, we don't have cable, but. If I were to get cable, it would really only be for sports because up until this point, not a ton of sports has been available online. Yeah. And that's changing. That's shifting. Yeah, we're seeing MLB on the Roku box. Now you got ESPN with an Xbox presence. There's online options as well. Yeah. A lot, a lot of content's online. So this is just one further step to cutting out uh, the cable companies. Sure. Or not cable really companies. because they sell, you the, they sell you the internet also. But... It, Cuts off on your on your cable bill if you're just paying for it. Okay, next story. Okay, next story. Free Wi-Fi at Starbucks. Free Wi-Fi at Starbucks. I put it up. Of course, this is this is, this is huge for good to me. now. Yeah, the, for this good. Isn't this is just no a little gimmick. promotion. I mean, we we talked about McDonald's did this earlier. Yeah. In the year, they announced free Wi-Fi at McDonald's, um, and now Starbucks is doing the same. And Starbucks is. Everyone I know, I mean, like Starbucks is very important. Like, let's say you ever have to go to the bathroom. Let's go. Starbucks is there for you, right? Now it's going to be the same thing for the internet. It's like, oh man, I need to send an email or like, or, you know, I need somewhere to work. You know, you're on vacation and it's like, okay, I need the internet for like a couple hours. Go to Starbucks, get a coffee. Yeah, and this this never made sense to me why they didn't have it before. I mean, obviously plenty of people use the internet. Starbucks' whole thing is they want to... for oh, Yeah, exactly. Their whole thing is they want to keep people in Starbucks for as long as possible. Because if you're there for two hours, you may grab a cookie. You may grab a second coffee. Yeah. When they charge, obviously people are using it. But, I mean, like, I never used the internet at Starbucks. Yeah, and people love really to work in Starbucks. So, uh, I mean, this is a no-brainer. Sure. To keep people in longer. And more importantly, I think this, this sets a precedent for, for businesses, for co- cafes... 
I mean, no one's going to go to the Starbucks, obviously the most prevalent of any chain anywhere, right? So no one is going to go to a cafe that charges you for Wi-Fi yep. when there's Starbucks on every corner. They won't free. have to. So, I mean, this sets a precedent of free Wi-Fi in, in restaurants and in, even in just like libraries or towns. Or I agree. More people are likely to sit around Starbucks. Than okay. Towns. What else we got? iPhone 4 on sale, Nick. Boom. First of all, have you heard of anybody or have you read anything about people trying to order it? Uh, yeah, they, it opened <laughs> up at midnight. The site got slammed. I think it was the Apple site. Oh, I saw an AT and T site. Oh, maybe. But anyway, yeah. It. So everyone's trying to order this. It's going to be a huge hit. One thing I'm disappointed about: no white iPhone. Yeah, until, you can like, only get this phone in black. This is very Ford esque, Nick. If you're familiar with that, in uh, Ford. Yeah, 1917 or whatever. Henry Ford said, "Yeah, you can have a car that will take you everywhere." As long as you want it in black or something like that. They only make it in black. Man. Uh, I've heard a lot of people want the white one, too. Exactly. Well, this just doesn't make any sense. Why would they only make black ones when yeah, this, this is like a huge launch? Yeah, this sucks because if you did want a white... No, I mean, no one is going to wait. The only people who are going to be able to buy this are people who, like... Uh, who basically just happened to, you know, they their old contract to. ends in like three months. They shouldn't have to wait. I mean, like... Everyone wants an iPhone today. I think they'd be fine with a black one, like you're saying. But, like, why would they have to wait when they're making a black one? Why don't they just make a stupid yeah, I'm white one? about this. Give them at least two options. This isn't even a big deal, but for some reason... It's it not really like you're creating really every single color of the rainbow. It's pretty okay. black and white. Okay, um, let's see. Rim. Oh yeah. So obviously the iPhone is incredibly popular. We we ogle over Android all the time. Rim is coming out not to be outdone, is coming out with a new smartphone Whoa. and tablet. Whoa. Supposedly. Whoa, a new a tablet from Rim? Obviously Rim makes Blackberry and Blackberry stale would be an understatement. Yeah, what did it say about that it's going to be a new screen, it's going to have a slide-out keyboard, and it's going yeah. to be faster? These, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Rim is awesome. Like, Blackberries have dominated. They still do dominate, but they haven't innovated in, like, three years, and yeah. I'm, I'm skeptical. And so when they come out with a tablet, you know, the, the, ta the Blackberry tablet, which says... Oh, it's got a fast web browser. The features are like, this has great a great web browser. <laughs> Obviously, the, the only thing that is going to... The only the reason BlackBerry sucks is because they don't have this application. They don't have a developer uh, community surrounding yeah. it. And until they so they have 7,000 apps right now. And most of them are terrible. Yeah. Until they address that, like Google and Apple... And this is a perfect done. example of... Uh, I think this is good for Apple... Because somebody else is going to make a tablet. They're going to realize that the iPad is much better. And then this is actually good for Google, too, because all yeah. these crappy tablets are going to come out. People are going to get kind of down on it. And then Google's, Android's going to come out with a pretty decent one. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Rim has done a lot of great things. Well, Blackberries Their phones are, are solid. Boring. But, I mean, they have to, like, innovate. They Can I watch a video on my Blackberry? They're, they're going to get creamed in the next two years. Okay, next story. Uh, Mac Mini. New Mac Mini. Um, so Apple rolled this out. Explain at, what Mac Mini is for people that... Mac Mini is basically... It's Apple's desktop computer, which is just a tiny box. And you buy it just like... A, it's like a little square. And it's a desktop computer, so you have to hook it up to a monitor. 
but they don't. It doesn't come with a keyboard or a monitor or anything. It's just a little cheap desktop computer. And people that like them because they're easy, they're clean, they're not huge. There's not a lot of wires, so they're really small, and you can no, put them anywhere. Cheap. Aren't they like seven hundred bucks? Well, when they first came out, they're like five hundred dollars. So it's like, and this was back several years ago when the cheapest Mac you could get was like over a thousand dollars. So now they actually bumped the price up on this. This is a unibody, so it's a nice uh, metal box. Yep. Pretty small. A lot of people use Mac Minis for hooking up for their entertainment PCs, so they hook them up to their TVs because they're so tiny. They just throw them behind their TV. Um, this thing is sexy. It's small. They did. They bumped up the price a hundred bucks. So not thrilled about that because with with the rest of Apple computers going down in price and this going up, yeah, it, it makes weird. it hard. If you want to buy a Mac Mini now, you need a monitor anyway, right? Uh, so if I wanted to buy like a you know a nice Apple Cinema Display and a Mac Mini and then a keyboard or whatever you know that's going to run it's you like fifteen hundred, I might just buy a nice computer twenty seven inch <laughs> iMac or something for the same price. Yeah. That being said, that's not what this is for. This is a tiny little thing to hook up to your television. This does it. It has new one has HDMI port also. Yeah. So very easy to hook up to your entertainment system. Okay. I think it's still a niche product. This, they didn't do anything to get normal people buying Mac minis. But if you like the Mac mini, if you if you are used to using an entertainment PC hooked up to your TV, this is great for the that niche audience. Okay, next story. Something to get excited about, Nick. Why don't you sit five minutes on the clock for this? No, I'm just, just joking. It's hot mail. Hotmail is out. About five seconds. We talked There's about this. Hotmail, we mentioned yeah. it before. So Microsoft Hotmail is the email account. Yeah. Everybody probably had one about four years ago and stopped using it. And stopped and using it. Oh, but they don't worry. They're here to contend with uh, Gmail now. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Great that they finally revamped Hotmail. Yep. And great that this has integration with uh, with Microsoft Office. Yep. With the online Office. That's cool. That's great. Kudos for Microsoft to Microsoft. But this is still it's not an, too little too late as it they is say. It's too little too late. A couple cool things though. Well, first we'll go with the negatives. No, no, go. One of their big things is that they, oh, this is going to prevent spam. They've been doing that for like the last 4 years. Yeah. If they know anything about email systems and Gmail. Anyways, but you can upload tons of pictures. You see this? I watched the video. There's like a 10 gigabyte like attachment size limit. Yeah. So I think they make it easy to, you know, attach these like huge files. Yeah, that's cool. And they also allow you to attach like many photos. Yeah, at we once. we talked about SkyDrive integrating with SkyDrive, which is just this uh, storage. Yep. Like uh, basically cloud storage. Yeah. Um, similar again, similar to Gmail. Uh, and another cool, I mean, kind of similar to Gmail, but you can work directly with Office Docs too. It said in the video, so mm-hmm. that. You know, like if somebody sends you a PowerPoint presentation, but you don't necessarily have that installed on your computer, uh-huh. you can work directly in the email, in the browser, That's cool. to edit it without having it on your okay. system. That's cool. The two big limitations, I think, uh, about this is, is at least when I use it, I have to try using it again because I haven't used the new Hotmail, but when I, last time, the other week, when I used the online office, you had to be in Word format. So I couldn't I couldn't be exporting this as a text document or a PDF, which is what I like about Gmail. Is I can I can use it as a Word document. I can use it as an Open Office document. It gives me all the options. Microsoft is still 
kind of shoehorning you into their little world, yeah. which is that's a barrier that's that's not going to fly today, especially when you're trying to convince people to go to Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, it'll fly maybe in the business world, but um, so that that's the biggest problem I see. Yeah, too little, too late, hot man. Yeah. Next up, hit that clock, Nick. Samsung is coming out with the phone. It's uh, it's going to be run on Android, and it's going to be a projector phone. Whoa, projector! That's like the main thing. Is that they're talking? I mean, I think yeah, it's these Pico projector, Android, but it uh, yeah, it literally the whole thing is that you could project pictures or I never really up on the wall. I never really understood this. I could I can never tell if this is more of an enterprise thing, um, or For presentations. And yeah, stuff. yeah, or what? But uh, the thing I don't get. Because um, obviously you and your buddies are not going to be using this, right? I would think so. What what I what always struck me is I think it would be way cooler, and you mentioned this to have like video out. Yeah. You know, instead of hooking, no, I mean, no one wants to project. You need like a dark room, like yeah. on your phone. Any any office or any place where there's an actual projector screen is going to have a projector anyway. Yeah. So all you need is a VGA or something. You know, all you need is to hook your computer up to that in the first place. So why not just put video out? Someplace? Yeah, we talked about this before earlier. Uh, projectors were cool when you couldn't plug into your TV and you couldn't get what was on your camera or whatever onto a much larger screen, yeah, correct? But every, you can do that now. Every TV, <laughs> every like standalone projector has a VGA. Yeah, and it would be so much higher quality than if you're projecting it from your phone a couple feet onto the wall. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know if they're going for just a completely consumer thing where like you're at the bar with a couple buddies and you want to watch a video and you display it. Yeah. Like it doesn't not it quite no hashed out. I'd like to know what And th- th- I mean that's got a drain battery on your phone yeah you know if you completely if, gimmicky i mean if you want a standalone projector but i don't see why anyone would ever want this on a, a device that is also their phone this is a niche product in the first place okay last story kind of a big story oh yeah twitter location um so basically twitter uh twitter has been down for the past like Eight hours, I think, anyone who's tried to get on it because they're adding in new location features. So when you tweet something, um, you basically you can include where you are, and then people can see that uh, either through Google Maps integration through Foursquare and Guala. Yep, uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I and mean, it's definitely helpful. Uh, you know, kind of the use case that they use, and I think I would be looking at it too. Is you know, like if you're at an event you can actually see that people are tweeting from that event. Because even when people tweet, you know, about a particular event, you never know if they're there or if they're just talking about yes. it. Unless they're saying specifically, I'm at this. Now you can see they're at this. Yeah. And then you can also pull up everybody tweeting at the event, too. Yeah. And we talk about, I mean, people talk about that. The problem with all these, like, these social media sites and geolocation sites is there's too many of them you know like i'm not going to check in on foursquare and Guala, but if twitter is kind of the hub where i can see what everyone is doing yeah and on whatever medium they're doing you know whether they're checking in through buzz yelp anything then i can see that on twitter that solves the problem yeah now explain this why isn't this a competitor to foursquare and Guala? uh this feature yeah because it's aggregating it they're working with it. I mean, it's not like, I don't think you're checking in specifically on Twitter. But isn't that kind of uh, you checking in by tweeting out from a location and now it... 
Chapman, I'm going to have to use it first. Uh, okay. I don't really understand. But, uh, but it's we'll definitely, probably talk about this more. And it's going to definitely get interesting because you better believe Facebook is, is getting something ready similar to Zuck this. Zuck is creeping. Um, so it should be interesting. Okay. It's cool space. That is 10 minutes to 20 minutes of tech. We'll be back with you shortly.